Welcome to Jaked and Afraid. I'm your host, four-time Naked and Afraid survivalist, Jake Nodar. Join me as I recap each new Naked and Afraid episode, guest hosted by some of the show's favorite alumni. Each week, we'll recap each episode with a perspective only a survivalist of the show can give. Now let's get naked. Hello and welcome to Jake and Afraid. Today, I am joined by two-time Naked and Afraid survivalist, and Castaway star, Rachel Stroll. Thanks for joining me, Rachel. Hi, Jake. Thank you for having me. I'm super stoked to be here. I'm excited. I became a very big fan of you on your 21-day challenge. I thought you were incredible out there, so I was thrilled to see that they had you back because they need more new faces to kind of give new people chances at these these challenges, and you were one of my favorite from, uh, from last season, so uh, I'm glad to see you back. Oh, thank you. I do love that this season has a lot of fresh faces and that kind of giving the new generation, I suppose, a chance to kind of see what they can do out there. Exactly. Yeah, there's a handful of people that we've seen way too much of. And it's like, oh, enough, <laughs> enough. Need some other people to have a shot at this. So anyway, well, we are going to get right into it. This is Naked and Afraid Castaways Season 1, Episode 2. The Barehanded Killer is back. And we pick up with Bulent chasing the armadillo which he pins with a stick and after a little bit of a struggle he gets it and just like that their team within two days has fire water and food so they are off to a good start and we see uh, Naeem making a knife out of aluminum and again this is just that reminder of just how crap you guys have it without having like any of these tools. Sorry I say you really don't realize like how much you depend on those tools you go out with because you know you you only get one or two things you don't expect it to be that big of a difference but when you're out there it's just like i've really got to make something work and i was so impressed with those fan blades they definitely you know struggled to process it but they were really successful in the end i feel like it couldn't have worked out better I, I was thrilled to see it work because initially when they were trying to cut, it was looking like it was basically like a plastic butter knife. Yes. Just like not. <laughs> but their persistence definitely did pay off. And uh, and it was nice to see. I feel like Naeem is very creative and thinks outside of the the box. And yeah, yeah, just, just seeing you guys deal with all these challenges that nobody else on Naked and Afraid has had to deal with because you have nothing. We then see you, Candace, and Justin, and you're out getting supplies. You want to start a fire after a complete night of garbage sleep because of all the bugs. You find a hairbrush, which to me is a <laughs> huge victory. <laughs> I was so excited about that hairbrush because I'm in and out of the water all the time. I'm a curly girl. I was like, I'm going to have just one giant mat by the end of this. And so finding a hairbrush right off the bat was like... <laughs> such a little blessing in a world of chaos well it, it is it's one of those things that like I remember being out with Melissa on a 21 day challenge and she was making basically like a comb mm -hmm. because people don't realize yeah I mean your hair mats up like crazy and yeah to me I mean it, it was kind of a funny scene but I was like no that's like a legit really really good <laughs> find out there <laughs> well then the victories just keep coming you guys stumble upon a boat, which is full of various treasures. And then while you're rummaging through the boat, there's just this pelican just like, oh, hey, guys. Which, the pelican. <laughs> he, I mean, he, he looked like there was something wrong with him. I don't know. He clearly had some kind of injury or something. Yeah. 
I definitely think his his wing was broken. He looked pretty emaciated. That was a really hard moment for all of us. Um, I feel like the show hasn't really touched on this yet, but I'm actually a vegetarian. Oh. Um, I do eat fish on occasion when my body needs it. And like going into these challenges, I've always been like, if I need it, I'll eat it. But it's mm-hmm. day two. At this point, right. I'm in my mind, like if I eat meat, I'm probably going to be sicker than a dog. Yeah. So, yeah. but that being said, it was, it was such an, an amazing opportunity, you know, with this wounded animal and, you know, we talked it out. We kind of went back and forth on it, but we decided we couldn't let it go, even though we didn't have fire yet. And so it was really just an intense, an intense situation for all involved, I think. Well, I mean, it, it seemed like, yeah, if it was in that much pain, then you kind of have to do the humane thing anyway, which is never easy. I mean, I'm an animal lover and I always struggle with that side of these challenges. But Absolutely. But it was uh, a successful day for, for your team and... You guys get the pelican, keep him alive while you go back to camp and start working on getting a fire going. Another challenge that without a fire starter is a big, a big task. And you guys use your battery. And, you know, at first, I think it was a, was it a soda can that you... Yeah, it was like a little piece of a soda can. And I'm trying to like rip off pieces of it with my teeth to make it skinnier (laughs) and, you know, find some way to get a spark off of it but it was just the battery getting hot and so I was like okay we've got to recalibrate we've got to try something else and in the back of my mind I'm like panicking because I know we have this bird trapped you know from us and we've got to do something soon because yeah I'm just feeling guiltier by the minute that we're prolonging his agony basically oh I'm sure so yeah (laughs) (laughs) well we we cut over to Andrew Heather and Patrick at this point and they're out scavenging for treasures and Mm -hmm. Heather finds a helmet, which I guess is metal, so they could use it as a pot. And they also find a mirror and hope that they can use that to help start a fire. Heather, Patrick, and Andrew are trying with the mirror. They are having no success with that mm-hmm. at all. And then we go back to Bulent and Naeem. And again, this is this is where the, they manage to get the processing of the armadillo done. Weird-looking animal, but... Uh, they all seem to be working together well so far. Absolutely. It seems like a really good dynamic there. I think so. I always worry because, I mean, I know Bulent, uh, <laughs> and I, I know that he can kind of rub people the wrong way uh, because he's so direct. But mm-hmm. uh, he's also the type, if you work hard, he'll he'll respect you. And I think so far it seems like everything's just peachy. So good for them. Patrick finds bamboo and... Their team is going to try friction fire. They get smoke, but no luck. Then we cut back to your team, and Candace found some steel wool on the beach, which was an amazing find, and you get back to it, and you get fire in no time. So that had to be an amazing feeling. Oh, my gosh. It was just such relief. Like, once we started getting those sparks, and I was like, okay, we can do this. Like, we're going to make this work because – I mean, fire is so important, like oh, not absolutely. just like keep the bugs off, but just for, you know, the mental aspect of it at night, that first night we're out there, no fire, no tools. We have this boar like charging at us. And so it was definitely a relief knowing that we finally had that in our pocket. Oh yeah, I'm sure well, it was, I didn't notice, but was there enough of that steel wool remaining? So you're able to, to use it for future fires? 
We did have uh, a little bit left. We obviously were trying to be conservative with it. And like the goal is just not to let that fire go out because right. I pretty much fried that battery <laughs> trying, to <go> <laughs> <laughs> trying to MacGyver it with the soda can. So we knew that uh, we'd be in trouble if that fire went out. Well, that was great. That was a that was a big success. Justin and Candace raced to get the Pelican because where it was, the tide is coming in, Ugh. and it it was close. the The container where it was in was kind of slowly underwater, but the bird was fine. Justin grabbed a rock and sent it to Birdie Heaven. And you guys seem like your team is getting along very well. It's, Absolutely. I yeah. am so grateful for my team. I loved having Candace and Justin out there. I feel like Candace and I were instantly best friends. Oh, like, awesome. I could not have asked for better teammates. And Justin is just like, go, go, go all the time to the point where we'd have to be like, Justin, slow down, like breathe a little, drink some water because he's just like, I'm going to get it done no matter what. He just has such a, a get it done like attitude and mindset. Yeah, he seemed in his 21-day challenge, I was a fan of, mm-hmm. of his, too. I think you two were kind of my tops from that season. But he just seems driven. Like, you Absolutely. Know, he, just, he, he goes after things and doesn't stop. But, yeah, you guys seem like a really, really great team at this point. We get back to Andrew, Heather, and Patrick working on this fire. Heather wants to try it a different way. And you can see there's a little bit of this in the first episode. But Andrew and Heather... Clearly don't see eye to eye all There's the time. There's a little time. bit of friction, not just in uh, starting the fire. <laughs> exactly. Yes, yes. If they could figure out a way to use that friction for the fire, it would be a bonfire. <laughs> it was uh, It was definitely heated. And you, know, you can see Patrick is, is trying to be the peacekeeper. He's encouraging mm-hmm. everybody to just take a, take a breath. And, you know, I, I, you know it's going to just continue. They both have strong personalities. They are both mm-hmm. opinionated. But... Anyway, we get back to Candace, and she is harvesting the pelican. Uh, she talks about how satisfying the sound of tearing the skin <laughs> off an animal is. And I was like, yikes, serial killer. But, <laughs> but, it was intense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was pretty wild. And she smears blood on her face. And she did. I thought she did an excellent she job processing it. She did such a great it. job. When she walked yeah. over with that bird, I was like, it looks like you bought that from Costco. Like, I- well, it, exactly. And that's what I wrote down. It looked like the weirdest rotisserie chicken. Like, <laughs> but it did look like that. It was so it well done. She did such a good job with just a rock. I was so impressed by her. Yeah. Yeah. No, that she definitely won, won some serious points with me with that whole scene. But it was good. They uh, They end up eating the pelican yes. and they said that it tasted like turkey which uh, it kind of looked I, like a smoked turkey like we made sure it was very cooked because we were kind of nervous about what might be causing the issues with the bird in yeah, the first place yeah. so Cooked yeah we definitely they charred it it was like <laughs> nice. turkey by the time they ate it <laughs> better better to be safe for sure yes. i feel like birds carry so many diseases yes. too i think that's uh that was a smart move well, we have Kara, Naeem, and Boulent, and they're having, having the armadillo barbecue at this point. Apparently, armadillo tastes like chicken. Uh, that's when the bugs move back in. And oh. I just, I felt for you guys, because that's such like, I mean, any time you get to one of the filming locations, that's like the fir- first thing is like, how shitty are the bugs going to yes. be? And that that just... That sucks because you can't yeah. really get away from it. And night least... two bugs, night two bugs. Even like talking with everybody afterwards, for everyone, night two was by far just the craziest night. Like the mosquitoes were one thing you can kind of tune those out, but the chitras when they bite you, it's just like 
it grows in intensity until you wipe them mm-hmm. off. And so there was just no sleep. Everybody was up all night that night. It was, it was rough. I think they, they honestly even downplayed it a little bit as to how much we struggled that night. It was bad. Well, I, I mean, yeah, they, they didn't really show it. I mean, they did some of the IR shots where mm-hmm. you see the wall of bugs, but it's not until you start seeing your guys' bodies like oh, the, so the next day where there's like bites on top of bites. It's, yes. It's awful. But yeah, it doesn't look like anybody really slept on night two. Uh, that was also the time Andrew decided to pee around the camp in hopes of keeping ants out. So there was that. You guys try it all, honestly. You just... You throw things at the wall and you see what sticks. Oh, when, yeah, when you're that miserable, <laughs> yeah, you better be trying everything. Well, day three starts out with Patrick pulling ticks off of Heather. It was really serving like chimpanzee vibes. Like yes. when they're picking lice <laughs> off each other. Andrew has a few on his penis and given on his, his track record. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> with his track record with ticks in his no-no places, he was definitely a bit concerned because that was how he was medically tapped from his first challenge. That's valid. and Naeem are trying to improve their camp and they are spreading ash around the floor of where they're sleeping. Again, you guys are trying everything and that's Absolutely. when we see you going out for uh, termite mounds yes, in hopes of burning those to keep keep the bugs away. You find one, and once again, we're reminded about how miserable it is without tools. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, you muscle the tree down basically with your incredible superhuman strength. I'm and so strong. <laughs> it looked like you basically just cracked the tree in half. I was like, well, go Rachel. <laughs> But, it, it was like termite infested, so that helped, but you know. <laughs> right. Nobody needs to know that. <laughs> well, you you were successful with, with getting that, and then we cut back to Patrick, who I feel like is probably already affected by the the relationship between Heather and Andrew. So he really Absolutely. just he wants that fire. Like you were saying, just the peace of mind you get that you know when your fire is going is just on top of being a necessity is really, really everything. And it is a mood changer. And really, he was hoping for that. He did say if he could uh, rub a magic lamp, he would ask for a fire starter. <laughs> Personally, if I found that lamp, I would ask for a billion dollars, but whatever. <laughs> he's, he's out scouting and he sees a pig, uh, which was pooping in the creek that he just got drinking water from and it was upstream yeah, too so unsettling for sure that, re- that really is especially when you don't have fire yet you're just like gross this is just this is but my life now like you have no choice you have to drink the water at the end of the day like you can't you can only go so long so yeah it yeah was, that was rough <laughs> it, it, it was definitely rough and then we see them all laying in their camp and a big tree falls i, I <laughs> It was kind of a weird scene. It was like, I thought something like dinosaurs marching into camp before yes. they cut to commercial. And then it was like, just what the in the lost is going on right now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, I guess Heather had prayed for uh, wood for the fire. And this tree that fell down was some kind of hardwood that maybe is great for starting a fire. We shall see. But before we even got to that, Andrew and Heather are arguing over friction fire yet again. I mean, I imagine, I imagine at this point, you know, number one, nobody slept in two days. Yeah. You know, and the bugs were horrendous on night two. And the prospect of getting fire is the only thing you have in your mind to try to make your circumstances better. So I understand that tensions are already going to be high. Um, And I feel like 
you know, everybody has their different opinions floating around and, you know, you kind of have to let each person try what they want to do and at the hopes of something working. But at the same time, you don't want to waste energy on something that you don't think is going to be helpful in the long run. So I understand like how they ended up where they got for sure. Yeah. It was, I mean, I feel like, yeah, but no sleep, no eating, you get irritable. I don't yeah. care who you are. And then, yeah, if you've got that strong personality on top of it, it's going to lead to some clashes. Indeed. And clash they do. Uh, Andrew says moist wood at one point, which made me uncomfortable. <laughs> Heather calls him negative, And Andrew basically says, if, if you're so good at starting fires, why don't you just do it? And I just, the whole time was just thinking, poor Patrick, like he is going to have a very long few weeks out there if this keeps up. Absolutely. Absolutely. I hope they get it. I really hope they get it soon. I don't know if they're going to get it with wet wood. You know, I definitely think that that does make things more difficult. But uh, I do love how they keep trying at it. They're not just giving up and accepting their fate. So that is one thing that I can say I'm definitely rooting for them on. Yeah, I I hope too, because I mean, you know, with sleepless nights, with as bad as the bugs have been and all that stuff, it's like, I don't care how hardcore you are. If you are that miserable and you're not getting fire, you're, you're going to run into some serious issues that ultimately end to somebody tapping, but fingers crossed they get them. But just like that, the episode ended like mid argument. That's our cliffhanger (laughs) for the week. We're going to find out if one of them kills the other. We don't know. But we will have to tune into episode three to to find out. But it was good. It was a good episode, and I do feel like you know your your guys' team. What a successful couple days you guys had. Absolutely. And same same with Team Boulent. They they're doing well, and that just had to be a good feeling to be kind of right out of the gate and already have so many victories. Absolutely. I definitely love watching. My favorite is when the teams get along. I know some people are there for the drama and they like the friction, but I really love seeing people work together in kind of that harmonious environment whenever you guys are embracing the suck together. Absolutely. Well, I, I think, yeah, you, if you go into it knowing it's going to be miserable, it's like you're all struggling the same and it's yeah. already a shitty challenge. So it's like make the most of it. Like <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Drama yeah. yeah. bonding. Exactly. Yeah, really it <laughs> legit is trauma bonding. But anyway, I'm I'm excited to see how everything plays out for you guys and yeah, really appreciate you taking the time to to chat with me today. Thank you for having me on. It's been a pleasure finally meeting you and having a sort of face to face. Yeah, it was very nice meeting you. And I want to thank you for listening. Please subscribe, rate and review and send any questions you have to questions at jacobnafraid.com. Tune in next time for an all new Jacob and Afraid. Until then, have a gorgeous week.